The TV told me that if I eat bugs and pay more money to the government, my weather will be gooder. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Hey, everybody. I <laughs> I know I love that liner. Um, listen, a um, couple thoughts locally, okay? You know I have to share my thoughts because we have free speech in America last time I checked, and here I, here I am, right? I'm not able to speak to you guys uh, daily, so I thought I would just share a couple things with you, some observances, if you will. Um, so Greg MacArthur drops out of the race and I thought that was kind of interesting, (laughs) not interesting, interesting because, um, why this guy wants to be in office, right? And he waited until the allotted time so that you really, you know, no one else is going to be in the pool. Okay. So there's enough time that passes, um, by regulation that they can't, they, they're not going to bump somebody that didn't make it into the pool because Greg drops out. So it's within the specific time where they can't do that. And then what it does is it uh, lessens the pool of people to vote for because why? My thoughts? <laughs> okay, I'll give you my thoughts. Why am I going to hold back, right? Um, I think they I think they might have pushed him to do this. And the reason I say that is because they want a clear Steve Kemp, Danielle Larkin, right, Jimmy Hughes agenda. And they want those three to get in. And they've been pushing hard. And the mayor has been pushing hard on shows going, oh, Danielle is the perfect person. She's the perfect person for, you know, to be in office. Well, to be in city council. Well, that's not exactly true. Danielle does not have a great record and, and has not stood up for anything against the agenda of whatever they want to do. So so that she plays nice or she gets along well with others, which means that they're going to do exactly what they want, right? So you want people, so the mayor and, and everyone else would like to get people in that say rubber stamp, rubber stamp, rubber stamp to everything that they want and not contend with any of it, not ask any questions. And I feel that uh, Jimmy Danielle will do that because they've done it before. So I do have proof in the pudding that, Yep, they pretty much go along with whatever the um, uh, city manager and the mayor want them to do. So they're going to stamp yes, okay? They're not going to stand up for anything. And so they're not going to ask questions and they're not going to say no. And um, I think they actually, my thought is it, it, it makes sense that they would say, oh, hey, Greg, you know, why don't you go to the wayside? Uh, because, you know, we're going to concentrate on these three so that we don't divide the votes and get somebody in there that might stand up to anything like Bradwood or like Paula would, right? And those are the two you should vote for. And so we, we, want a, uh, we want to sweep it with all three positions. That's what they would like to do. I think it's pretty obvious. I'm, I'm just stating the obvious, right? Everybody gets it. And I was just looking at a photo of John Pike with a mask on with his Black Lives Matter sign and, and Danielle with her Black Lives Matter sign and, uh, and Greg MacArthur standing there and uh, all supporting Black Lives Matters and kneeling with Troy Anderson, the guy that they sent down here to head up the uh, BLM movement here at, at the college. And uh, definitely uh, placating that whole thing, part of it. I mean, my gosh, talk about... Talk about uh, uh, being sorry for being white, right? I mean, that was basically the message that Pike and um, Danielle and Greg MacArthur were doing in that photo. We're so sorry for being white. Um, here's our sign, um, you know, Black Lives Matters. And, and so you see this kind of stuff, and I know it's very disheartening, and it should be to a populace that's pretty conservative here. But um, there's a lot of endorsing going on and a lot of touting of these three, Steve Kemp, Danielle, and Jimmy. And it's sad because I don't 
want to see the rubber stamp effect anymore. And I think Steve will be the rubber stamp. That's why they're heavily involved in his campaign and they're heavily involved in making sure that he is getting touted as much, even if not more, like Gil Omquist, you know, basically uh, gave him an endorsement, right? Because he'll get along. And he even said that in the endorsement. He gets along with us. That's code. You should run. <laughs> That's code for never says no. Do does our bidding. Whatever we ask. He's on our side. So we have to stop listening to these endorsements. The endorsements by the politicians. That's the club telling you who's going to be in the club. <laughs> so the other thing that this tells me is they're getting a little nervous. When Greg left the race, I thought there was no reason for him to leave. So it would not surprise me if somebody stepped in and said, hey, would you, uh, you know, get out so we can concentrate on these three? Um, that would not surprise me at all. In fact, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're desperate. I think they've realized now that people are waking up. And so they keep referring to the people that are waking up in this in this whole entire county um, and city of St. George as uh, the small vocal minority. You'll see that in articles, that little that little minority that shows up to meetings, you know, and, and basically try to make you look like you're some sort of mean person because you show up to a meeting because you're angry at what the city's doing, you know, to the people, which is ridiculous. People have been going to meetings for a long time and um, and we need to be have more people at more meetings. So um, I know you guys can appreciate that, but I am just I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated with with the sort of engineering it seems like behind the races. And I'm I'm upset that you've got a lot of people in politicianese going out there and making sure these three certain candidates get back in. And that should say volumes to everybody. It's sad. It's really kind of pathetic because it's so obvious. <laughs> we're in the club and we're telling you who works well with the club. I mean, could you be more obvious? Yeah. Anyway. I also wanted to tell you that, you know, they're they're promoting these high budgets. They're, they're doing these uh, approval of these real high budgets for fire prevention and restoration. And I just want to leave you with how much money has been put into the tortoises, the tortoise that we took from California and then inserted here. I did a huge show um, about the uh, reserve, about the Red Cliffs Reserve. And I and I did a huge show showcasing city council members at the time. I think it was Betty Ariel and a few others and how they sanctioned and how the county commissioners at the time sanctioned a piece of this land and took this turtle and uh, wanted to make sure that they could basically rob the people of this land by inserting a turtle that doesn't even belong here. Okay. And then they had too many turtles. So they had to send them down to Nevada to euthanize them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, makes sense. And then on top of that, they basically are um, uh, now spending even more money, more money, more money for fire prevention. OK, now I know they want to spray these chemicals and, and they want to do these things to stop the cheatgrass. And I know it sounds all very plausible, but. I'm sorry, when you're when you're sticking, you know, like all this money and close to two hundred thousand dollars, which is what a normally like a five thousand dollar budget, when you're when you're saying that this is all for fire prevention, I, I'm sorry. When, when was the last fire scare <laughs> for the turtles? I mean, I'm just okay. All right. So they show one picture of a fire injured tortoise tortoise sitting on burned ground in the Red Cliffs Reserve. Really? Why don't you show us all the dead tortoises? Okay, that you're not going to see a picture like that. 
anyway, and it was uh, alive in the picture. <laughs> so I'm not sure that, you know, you could claim that the turtles are dying, so you have to spend all this money. But you know what? The budgets get approved, don't they? They get approved every single time. Nobody ever says no. And the three county commissioners work in as one, so they're never going to say no to each other. You never even hear that. They're always on the same accord, and that should scare people. It really should. We've got to stop all this affordable housing. We've got to stop these budgets, and we've got to get people in that will not rubber stamp things anymore. I'm tired of it. You're tired of it, and it's got to go. And we have to be, we're the last bastion of conservatism in this state. And I feel like we're, we're making it a mini park city. And there's a lot of um, things going on, a lot of manipulation happening to make sure that we turn into a small little park city. And that's not right. We are Washington County. We are St. George. We are Washington. We are Santa Clara. And we need to stand apart as very, very different, please. Um, and, uh, and, and get our conservatism, our conservatism back is what we really need to do because we've let it go. And, um, there it's just, it's just sad. Um, also the, the show can be watched also at night on Lindell TV. There's two channels and, uh, you can catch the show at night. Um, it's being filmed now and your calls will make it in front of millions of people. So I think there's like 3 million people that tune into that three to 6 million. Anyway, your, uh, your calls will be there too. So just know that and, uh, really appreciate you guys supporting the show. And, uh, those are my thoughts. I leave you with that. And, uh, of course, I'll, I'll do another podcast extremely soon. So thanks, you guys. Be faithful. Be fearless out there. And, uh, and uh, katedallyradio.com.